What is up, guys? Welcome to the Sup World Show. My name is Dustin West. I'm here with Jeff and Jordan, my beautiful co-hosts. It's been two weeks. It's, oh, it's been a hot minute. I know. Our followers have been getting <laughs> pissed. Pretty pissed upset. off. I'm getting text after text. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But here on the Sup World Show, we like to talk about mainly business. We're three business guys. You know, we, we don't have it all figured out yet, but you know, we've learned a lot and we hope uh, by this podcast we can inspire and help give some valuable information and content. And this is also good for us. It's helping us out quite a bit too. For sure. So by popular demand, today's top three is what we're going with. And uh, we've done this segment once before and kind of what we do, we just, we, we give our top three and everybody's is going to be different. We start at the bottom of the list and we kind of rotate and generally revolve it around business. And today Jordan is going to be doing top three sales hacks that he has learned and developed. Jeff is going to be doing top three business collaborations with Supplement World. And I'm going to be doing uh, my top three self-taught skills in business. It's going to be a good one. I love it. People like lists. I like lists. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan? Go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, my my sales techniques probably aren't necessarily the quote-unquote best. I mean, I think it really, the type of sales techniques and the ways that you handle your business with your customers is very unique and it's very variable based on what type of industry you're in with us being in customer service. Um, I don't think that like, these are kind of like more me personally, the things that I've done over the years, I feel like have worked well, but things that aren't necessarily like the status quo of like, here's the best way to like close a sale. Like that's not really the way that I, I handle business with our customers because I think it's more about, you know, that personal connection and building a relationship. Um, but there are some kind of tricks of the trade that, you know, I definitely train our staff on that I think definitely helps. Uh, so my number three uh, would be mirroring. So I'm sure a lot of you guys that are in sales, you guys both probably know what I'm talking mirroring about. Mirroring and matching, mirroring. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's definitely something that I picked up on. I don't I think like years ago, I read a book on sales or something like that. And it's gotten to the point now that I notice myself doing it all the time, but it's just become second nature. I'm not really paying attention to it. But essentially what that kind of means is just overall matching somebody's personality traits, their energy levels, their stance, like the way they stand, if their arms are crossed, kind of mimicking that same behavior. Um, and there's, I'm sure there's a lot of science behind it. I'm not really well versed on it, but I definitely do feel like you kind of get into a little bit more of a rhythm with your customer. So their guard starts to drop. They feel a little bit more comfortable. You guys are kind of on the same wavelength. So I'll catch myself all the time. Like if I get a customer that's swaying back and forth and their arms are crossed and all of a sudden I'm swaying back and forth. And then, I mean, again, there's so many different things to it when you're talking about matching and mirroring. I mean, there's a multitude of anything, but you know, one thing that I've always done is when customers come in, if they're a little bit more reserved, kind of quiet, last thing I'm going to do is go up to them, just be overly energetic and right in their face and get them, try to get them excited that way. It's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of feed off of your energy a little bit. I'm going to kind of respond the same way. And as your demeanor starts to change over time, as we kind of go through this consultation, then my excitement is going to go up as I watch your excitement go up. And I think that's a really important thing for people, especially that are a little bit more in the customer service industry rather than like just overall, you know, like a used car salesman or something like that. So, I mean, that's just something that obviously there's a, a lot of different factors that play into it, but that have, I feel like it has worked really well for me over the years. That's a good point. I, I don't feel like we've talked about that a lot with our staff. No. And I've heard this going back to 
since I was 17, 18 on different audios growing up listening to was was mirroring and matching. And it is so true. But I, I feel like we've probably dropped the ball a little bit. You probably do talk about it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I trained with uh, Jonas and a couple of other new guys about it and just kind of touched on it real briefly. Um, but it's one of those things that, like, I don't feel like you want to get too in detail with exactly, okay, this is what you need to do. And it's one of those deals you kind of just, like, pick it up over time and figure out your own way of kind of doing that same thing and figuring out how do you get in a good cadence and a good rhythm with your customer. And every single customer is completely different. Love it. It's great. Jeff, what are you talking about here? Business collaborations. Oh, man, I, was, I wasn't going to go there, but I had to. And two years ago, the off-season classic, Supplement World off-season classic. I was hesitating putting this in, in my top three because I didn't think it translated well to supplement sales, which it hasn't completely yet. But I have been... For those who don't know, what's the... Okay, I'm my, so sorry. It's a basketball tournament, a semi-pro, pro-am, adult men's basketball tournament. It's over $10,000. The first year was last year, 2021, $10,000. This year was $11,000. But the point is, is that we've had teams come from like seven, eight different states starting in year one. So we had like Houston, Nashville, Chicago, uh, this year, Virginia. I, I mean, I'm missing so many, but Texas, Oklahoma. And so there's not a basketball player in the Midwest that does not know what supplement world is because of the tournament. doesn't mean that they've bought supplements yet, but I do think that it is going to grow every year. I do think the brand awareness for our name, you know, there's thousands and thousands of basketball players that know supplement world. So when they're ready to buy supplements, you know, we're going to be the first one they think of, but going back to why I wasn't sure I want to put it in, but then just yesterday, my, my business partner on the deal, Javier, he actually came to me and said, Hey, I need to talk to you. There's cause this year KFC supplied us like food, like 150 meals at the, at the finals, which was really cool. They didn't necessarily give money as a sponsor, but they provided food, which was really awesome. But this year he just came to me and told me that, that the uh, owner of this KFC locally wants to give $15,000 for us to do a different tournament. I've never gotten like our biggest, my biggest sponsor was 1500. And then I had multiple thousand dollar sponsors, which was great. I was blown away, but 15,000, like I'm kind of, I'm probably going to meet with him and be like, Hey, that's, you don't need to give that much. Like let's spread that over the next you know, few tournaments. But to hear that there was somebody that wanted to do that and partner with us and saw the benefit of having their brand associated with a tournament of that magnitude really did, you know, floored me. It was humbling. So it was really cool to hear, but excited for it. If you guys know, when I go all in on something, I go pretty hard. I, it's one of these things when I got going at the basketball tournament, I just, I busted my butt, which is probably for another podcast to talk about just how much effort I put into it with Instagram, DMing everybody, DMing every basketball team in the Midwest and not just in, in the U.S. I mean, we have a team from Florida, too, that's coming this year. So, I mean, it's it's wild to think that these people are loading up and flying or driving long distances just for a $10,000 tournament. But it goes back to why you know, the same thing as we wondered why people do the bodybuilding shows for no money. I mean, if it's their passion. The love of the game is like they say. So for me, I don't know if you have any questions or anything on that. But well, I mean, I have a question. I mean, what's so? What's the what's the end goal with the tournament? I mean, where where do you see it going? Where do you want it to go in the future? Right, that's a great question. I used to have all this jotted down, but <laughs> I, I would like to do ter- a couple more. Maybe even a league, maybe a program league. Maybe Wichita's really struggled to have a semi-pro basketball team. I don't know why. I don't know if you've been to arena football games. They don't bring a ton of crowd either. What really does is soccer. The wings, but in the past, and soccer's always a decent crowd, but for some reason, basketball has really struggled. So to get fans out, who knows? I mean, we had over a thousand people come out to the tournament this year. So that was really cool. But 
Yeah, I, to provide uh, back to the community. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, kids that they, they don't have a lot of money or whatever. And so to be able to do this and, and give back to d- different programs is kind of the end goal I have. But also I have a son that's not 10 months old. My goal is for him to play in it in the 20 year anniversary. <laughs> you had so, that goal for him before. Yeah, he was born. before he was born, I was like, I hope I have a son and he's going to play in my tournament one year. So it's been a good thing. And I do think that it's called the Supplement World Offseason Classic. We have plenty of other sponsors, but it's always going to be called that. And so that is my... Number three collaboration that I think is going to be good for the brand. Yeah, nice. the offseason classic, man, it's it's taken off. And, you know, basketball's always kind of been a hobby of yours, so you kind of intertwine that with business a little bit and co-branded it with Supplement World. But, I mean, it's kind of almost taken off as its own thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it and how it started. Be its own business. How it started is that, yeah, it's an LLC. It's it's a business. When we I went to a tournament during COVID, so this is during COVID, right? This is in the, the winter after COVID hit, and it was a $2,000 uh, cash prize nothing right and i saw a team from iowa and texas and i said wait a minute these guys came from how far you know there's 10 players on a team so i mean or, or seven or eight or ten whatever it is so i'm like even if they won the two thousand dollars that's only like a couple hundred bucks for these people that drove this whole way so i thought to myself if they if they can get that many people to come from out of town for two thousand what would happen with ten thousand so just made it happen javier shout out to you you know made a lot of work and, and all my partners and, and sponsors on the deal so excited for next year sweet Moving on to me, I'm doing uh, top three self-taught skills in business. And for number three, I'm going to go, I'm going to say woodworking, but I'm also going to kind of say like general like construction or like just handyman skills in general have helped me a ton over the years and not only personal, but definitely in business too. So it started with like my whole woodworking kind of construction crafty sort of skill set started. You know, when I bought my house, Jordan, you were here for this, when my backyard, I have a great backyard now, but it needed a lot of work when when I moved in and the deck was super atrocious. So I, I pretty much renovated the whole deck by myself. And with that, you know, I had to learn to do a lot of woodworking stuff. That's when I started my power tool buying journey and, uh, you know, started cutting wood and installing stuff and, and, uh, just really learning a lot about woodworking and it, you know, it just translated into business and there's been multiple stores actually, you know, it kind of started back in the Andover days now that I think about it. Yeah. You're this, when we first did the first yeah, remodel, our we very, hated our shelves. Our very first store. Yeah. And so, Dustin didn't let me come by the way. He's like, don't come to the store all week. And I'm like, what? He's like, I got a surprise for you. I don't really remember that. Yes. You put, you put those white shelves yeah. with Nick. Yeah. So me and me and Nick Newman, one of our first employees, we remodeled the store and I think actually that's kind of more or less how I got started in, in like the woodworking thing. I, at least I got my base there. But yeah, when I say woodworking, I, I just mean like general craft and just being able to be a handyman in general. I mean, we have eight stores now, so there's always things that are breaking down. There's things that need mounted, shelves that need fixed. You know, I built point of sale stations, cash wraps for us in the past. And it's just one of those things that, you know, if you can teach yourself how to do a lot of these things, then you can get them done quicker. You can get them done cheaper and easier. You know, cheaper after you make the ridiculous investment of all the tools needed. Right, but, but I will say the reason this all started is I was like, Dustin, we don't have the budget for this. We don't have it. He's like, I'll just make it myself. Yeah. And my thought is, dude, you don't know what you're doing. So all three, all three of my self-taught skills here are going to be things that have helped us tremendously save money and just make things go faster and help accomplish our vision better. Moving on to number two. Um, so kind of these next two are going to kind of tie into each other a little bit, but this will kind of go 
kind of tie into a little bit more of what we actually do at Supplement World and how we train our staff, and that's the acronym GOALS. So obviously, all of our sales staff that's listening to this understands what I'm talking about, but GOALS in itself is an acronym that stands for Goals, Occupation, Activity, Lifestyle, Supplements, and we kind of threw the extra S in there for the scale uh, to kind of encourage our staff to make sure we're utilizing our in-body machines that we have at most of our, com- our locations. But why this is definitely really important, and there's a lot of different ways of doing this. There's a lot of different companies, and I've been with companies that have used a form of this acronym. You know, it's frogs and forms and all this other thing. But essentially what it is, it's just a good reminder for yourself. It's not necessarily something that you want to go through there and, you know, with every customer that walks in the door, okay, what are your goals? Okay, cool. Uh, Where do you work at? Awesome. What do you like to do for fun? Like, that's not how it should be handled, but it's just something, it's a good reminder to have in the back of your mind that, okay, when I'm out there and I'm having a conversation with this customer, here's a few things that like casually I can kind of figure out how to bring up in the conversation. It's going to get them to let their guard down a little bit. And at the end of the day, again, this is more specific to our industry, kind of like personal training and everything else. But if you don't know anything about your customer, you can't help them. I mean, it's just, it's that simple. If I don't know anything about you, I don't know your stress levels. I don't know that you got six kids running around at home and you have no time to yourself or that you're working 12 hour shifts, you're working the overnight, whatever. If I don't know any of this stuff about you, I can't provide the level of experience and level of service to you that's needed to really help you accomplish whatever it is that you want to do. So it's a really good tool to essentially remember how to communicate with your customer to get more information out of them, not just to sell them more stuff, but to, to truly provide a service. Like you have to be able to break down customers, understand their wants and needs, which is kind of what I'm going to touch on in the next one. But to do that, like it, this is just a really good reminder. And like I said, there's a lot of different ones out. There's very generic ones out there. I think like forms is like the most yeah, generic forms. One. The first one I heard of yep. family yeah, so occupation, kinda, recreation, and can't remember what M is. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I mean that having some type of acronym, having some type of tool set up in your business to remind your staff that getting to know your customers is one of the most important things. It's a great retention builder. It's obviously going to help provide a better service to make sure whatever supplements or products or clothing or whatever it may be fits your customers wants and needs. But to be able to do that, like you, you got to ask questions and it's just a really, really good reminder to ask questions to your customers. Yep. And an easy way to remember and train on too. Yeah, for sure. Cool. John. So my number two, and this is pretty early on, but I think it's going to be huge for us. And so it's our partnership with Friends University and also Kansas Newman coming up too. But about a year and a half ago, met with uh, the athletic director, Dr. Rob Ramsire and Dale Faber, the coach of uh, longtime basketball coach. And they came to me and we I actually got with them because of the basketball tournament. Um, I wanted to sponsor the basketball team they offered to let us use Friends University Gym for our basketball tournament, which was great. And it just kind of developed from there. And, and it was right in the thick of COVID. I remember the first meeting with them. I had actually had COVID for like seven days. And I thought, well, it'll be gone by then. And I can just remember that first meeting. I just told these guys not too long ago that I felt like I was drugged. I was like so blurried still. I hadn't been out in public in a week. And I was just trying my best to not seem drunk. <laughs> They're like, no, oh, we didn't notice. But so we met at a restaurant and they kind of had this idea, really, I'll, I'll give this them credit they said hey we were thinking about doing this like refueling station in our gym and we'd put like your banner up so i'm just thinking okay you know i'd love to get supplement world up in in the gym and it just kind of developed i said well you know amino acids taste like kool-aid they taste great they're good for recovery we could you know buy in bulk and so at first started i was thinking we're just going to donate a few of the onyx amino tubs and from there i was like oh that's going to be a lot that's going to be a lot of work and so then i realized you can buy in bulk and 
we can get these big bags of it and costs. And so we did donate supplement world did donate a bunch of aminos to the college. And from there, it just, it's just been a home run ever since they let us come do booths. We can come give out samples. We can sell product there when they have, you know, the kids come in to work out, but having that, the, the college. So uh, the friends university is like an NAIA Christian college, right. You know, in the middle of Wichita, Kansas. So two miles, three miles from Ridge road. And when we have a referral code, obviously, so when these kids come in and buy stuff, we can actually track the purchases as well. And I give Friends University a little bit of a rebate and product for, for doing that, just like we do with our sponsored ambassadors and athletes. And when I looked back, you know, like eight months into the deal and realized that, oh my gosh, they've had hundreds of kids come in our store. And I just realized this has been a home run. So, you know, a partnership and a collaboration is really good when they think they're getting the best end of the deal and I think we're getting the best in the deal, that's a true partnership. I mean, it's just perfect because we both feel like we're getting the better end of the deals. Yeah. I don't know, Dustin, you it's got a win, to see win. it. win It is. Yeah. So you got to see it about a month ago, mm-hmm. came through. I mean, pretty impressive setup, right? Yeah, it's great, man. I, what, one of the best things I think you've set up. For sure. So what it is is they have two, they bought two really nice, what do you call those, drink? Like dispensers. Dispensers were just flowing like you'd see like a restaurant or like a margarita machine. That's right. what it looks like. And it's two different flavors of our aminos. And it says, real big sign, Supplement World Refueling Station. Can't miss it. And then they got two banners up. And then we have a banner in the gym as well. And it's just been great. So, And then, of course, a year later now, Kansas Newman, which is a Division II NCAA college right across the street on the other side of Kellogg, they, they cannot, for some reason, give away creatine or aminos, but they can give away protein. So we're going to do protein, and they actually are sending me an email today on a proof of, like, they're wrapping their doors and stuff in the world. So I just think, obviously, it's really good for our brand, no doubt about it. It's really good to give back to the kids and hopefully create some, you know, really good raving fans for the next few years. So yeah, that's my number two. Awesome. Well, back to me. Self-taught skills. Number two, I'm going to go with content creation and editing. By that, I mean like photo editing, video editing in creation, you know, graphic design, using programs like Photoshop, Illustrator, uh, Adobe Premiere, things like that. Um, And this all started way back when I first got into business and, you know, having certain visions for whether it be marketing or graphic design, and our content, you know, our logo, stuff like that. Um, I, I just feel like, you know, the people I were, I was using different designers, what have you, I could just never really nail the head with exactly what I wanted. So I feel like my vision was never really kind of getting met. And that's how I stumbled into just doing it myself. So these programs, I mean, if, if you can get into them and learn them, just like the woodworking and, and construction thing, it's going to save you a ton of time. It's going to save you a ton of money and you're going to be able to hit your vision better with whatever you're wanting to do. But you know, if you have experience with graphic designers, I mean, those services are not cheap. Well, that, and you also have a skill for the rest of your life, right? I mean, I wish I had some of these skills. Yeah. I mean, just being able to use Photoshop, edit a photo for any know. business for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. So, how long do you think it took you to really understand it? It takes a long time. Yeah. I mean, you know, the good thing is we have YouTube now, so yeah. everything's just super readily available. There's a hack. YouTube, Google, if you don't know anything. Dude, if you're it's not that using easy. YouTube to self-educate yourself on anything in life, you're yeah. missing the mark for sure. Yeah. I mean, you have access to yeah. any skill set in the world. Just YouTube it. Yeah. Yeah. The YouTube channel on every single TV in my house and in my office. Right. So it's, it's definitely not an easy thing learning these programs, but if you can, if you can sit down and take the time and learn how to do it, it's, it's a huge, huge value. Moving on already? On to me. 
This is quick. This one's going quick. Yeah, this is going pretty quick. So, I mean, I guess the best way to kind of say this is, you know, just for a tagline is (sighs) needs over wants. I guess would be kind of, and I'll kind of touch on that and basically using vocabulary with your customers to really instill and kind of a subliminal message in the back of their mind. But obviously when you're going through acronyms like forms and goals and stuff like that, that we use, the whole idea is that we're trying to figure out what the customer wants. Like what are, what are you trying to do? What's your goal? Like, are you want to lose 15 pounds? You want to put on 15 pounds? You want to do all these other things. And one thing that I've always started to do is, you know, especially when we talk about retention products, things like protein and vitamins and greens and all these things that, bring people back in the store on a regular basis and really allow us to build a better relationship with these people over time is talking about their wants and then explaining to them their needs. So really breaking down and getting them to understand and constantly saying, okay, well, you need more protein in your diet because you're lacking this. You need more greens because you're deficient on this. You need more of this rather than always just coming like, oh, I want to lose weight. Okay, that's great. Well, here's what you need. This is what you need to do. This is how you need to change your lifestyle and everything else. So it really starts to instill in your customers' minds that it's like, okay, well, like, this is what I want to do, but this is what he's telling me I need to do. So your want equals my need. Like, I'm going to tell you what you need to do to accomplish what you want. So when you start to really kind of change your vocabulary with your customers and really start to instill in their mind that there's things you're going to have to do, and I'm here to tell you what those things are, and this is what you need. It's not about what you want. I'm like, I'm telling you here. That's why I'm here. I'm telling you this is what you need. What you do with that information is totally yours, but I feel like that – Again, it's not necessarily a hack to like close a sale or whatever, but I think it's a hack to really build a better relationship with your customer. You're not bullshitting them. You're not just like, okay, just jump on this fat burner real quick. No, this people, is going right. to get you what you want. Like, people want to know the truth. Right. And when you're not giving them a load of crap, right. just, oh, this looks like one of those products they're trying to sell everybody. Yeah. A guy, perfect example. I had a guy come in the store uh, all over yesterday, the day before, and he's like, I want to look like the guy on, on the billboard outside we got one of the magnum guys i think it was marcus that's on the the window vinyl on the and he's a pretty heavy set guy and first thing i did was talk to him about his diet and his exercise i put him on the in-body machine also he's like man i, I want to look like that i was like okay well you're going to need to change your diet you're going to need to change your lifestyle habits there's definitely a lot of things that we can get you on in here that's going to help you know get to that that level that you want but this is what you need to do i'm not going to just sit here and tell you like oh if that's what you want here's this fat burner. Yeah. Come back and see me in a month. You're going to look like Marcus out there on the, on the billboard. It's like, no, that's not going to happen. So really making sure, again, like honesty with your customers is the best thing. I think people can smell bullshit from a mile away, especially in the world that we're living in right now. You know, we we're just talking about YouTube and Google and whatever else. If you bullshit a customer, I mean, who knows? Maybe they go home and they do some research and like, that guy's totally full of shit. Now you just lost a customer forever. And they told seven people too. Exactly. So I think that it's really, really important. I mean, really instilling people's needs. Like what, what, this is what you need. Like, that's why I'm here. You came in here to ask questions. I'm here to tell you what you need to do different. So what you do with that information is totally up to you, but we're, we're here to be honest and be truthful and be helpful. And this is what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that also just goes back to just providing value, you know, in the, in the case you just talked about, and this is a common theme theme that we train our staff on, you know, we, we're in the business of selling supplements. That's how we make our money. You know, we're, we're not a business unless we sell supplements, but just like the story Jordan told, sometimes supplements isn't always the answer. Sometimes that's not what somebody's looking for. And, and if we're going to truly provide people value and help people, then, you know, we have to be honest and transparent and we can't just sell them a product just because we can. I mean, it's the long play. It's a long play with our customers. Like we were trying to establish that baseline with these guys so that 
any point in time in the future, whether that's five months from now or five years from now, if they have a question or anything regarding fitness or they want to make a change in their life, there's no doubt in their mind where they're going. They're and going and it'll all come back to oh, always. And I mean, you know, you tell somebody like, Hey, I can sell you this, but you know, let me, let me give you information and resources outside of what I can just sell you that that's going to help you out. And if the customer does that and they get the results and they get the value, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. They're going to be a customer. Right. They're going to be a big time customer. Right. Because you went out of your way to provide them value that you didn't have to. Right. I mean, I, I very easily could have just, that guy walked in. I want to look like that. Oh, man, I got the weight loss kit for you, man. Here's what you need to do. You're going to take this every single day. I want you to come back and see me in 30 days. I guarantee you, you've lost 20 pounds by the next time I see you. Tell him nothing else. Give him no other tools or explain to him like, hey, listen, dude, you can't just take this pill and look like that guy out there that's been working out for 40 years. Like, that's not how this is going to work. Like, you have to change other things about. So, for me, it's more important to provide that information to that customer. And what they choose to do with it is up to them. But I'm not going to feel bad about myself that I just sold somebody a bunch of shit that they, that they maybe they wanted it, but it's not what they need. All right. How do you think that can translate into other businesses and other industries? I mean, we're obviously being very specific here. With yeah, I mean, the world. I definitely think that it's it's tricky with us. I mean, anything that has to do with like a, a service-based industry. I mean, I think what you always want to do is, you know, be very transparent with your customers. Obviously, like you guys know, I own a landscape company and I make sure that our, our customers that we have there, they know like, hey, this, if you want it, if you want this as your end result, this is what you want your yard or your landscaping to look like. This is what we need to do. And this is what you need to do to take care of it. So we can either provide this service to you and this is what it's going to take to get there, or you're going to have to do it yourself. But there's no cutting corners here and whatever else. Like, okay, you want your grass to look as green as quick trips or whatever? Well, there, you have to get an irrigation system. You have to fertilize seven times a year. You have to do all these other things. We can't just tell like, oh, yeah, we can do it, and it's not going to be that much money or whatever. Yeah. I think another good example of that from personal experience that I have with a company is I have a pool in my backyard, and the, the, the issues that I have with the pool are endless, for one. But um, having all sorts of issues last summer and, and had a pool company guy come over, and, and um, I, was, I was losing some water and had some other issues with the pool and the pump, and I thought maybe I needed a, a new liner. And I asked the guy, like, sh- you know, should I get a new liner? Is, you know, perfectly prepared to buy a new liner. And he just said, no, no, you don't need a new liner. Here's the deal. Here's, I mean, so instead of selling me a $3,500 brand new liner, which he easily could have, um, he sold me, you know, a couple hundred dollars worth of service work. So there's an example. Also, right there. another example, we've both talked about this. Our guy, Corey Lubers. Uh, they have an oil change. Right. Remember when you go to Jiffy Lube or wherever oh you go, God. and they would try to upsell you every uh, air filter, the king every this of upselling, uh, and you're like, stations. I can't trust you because every time I'm here, you tell me something's wrong. Meanwhile, Corey's place, they never once. I mean, it was like one out of like three years before they'd be like, Hey, by the way, you might want to like do that. So like, we believed them, we trust them because like, they never tried to upsell us. Yeah. And, well, and when they tell you you need to do something, something really is messed like, up. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And and what happens when you go to a place like Jiffy Lube or some of these quick stop oil change places that tell you over and over. I mean, because this is, it, it's kind of along the same lines of our industry as to where as a consumer, I mean, most people aren't highly educated on vehicles and all the services right, and all right. the parts and what they may or may not need. So you can easily be upsold because people can scare you and say, I mean, just like with supplements, you know, people don't know what they need. Right. There's thousands of supplements out there. And when they come in, we're the experts and we can send, but 
And and what happens with places like that? You never go back. I personally don't. No, I'm I'm not going to. A, no. I mean, I don't care how convenient it is or what corner it's on. I'm not I'm not going to a Jiffy Lube or right. It's like know, what? That's shout out to Jiffy like Lube. What you guys are talking about with <laughs> Lubers? Like it. when you finally find a place like that that provides a service to you that you need and you trust them, you will never go anywhere exactly. else. Exactly, because that the fear of they're going to lie to me somewhere else or whatever else. Not any different than you know the pool service that you use. Well, like you said, he could have sold you a brand new liner. And six months later, you're still having a problem. You go to call the guy. Hey, man, like you said, I need a new liner. I put a new liner on. So I'm like, oh, well, now we got to do this. Yeah. Versus now, when you need something in the future, have a problem, you trust this guy. Exactly. He's going to come out and take care That's of it. Good. All right, moving on. My number one, and this is, I got to do an honorable mention. I was going to talk about our partnerships with our brands, like Magnum. Shout out. He was our, you know, Marcus just talked about him. It was like our first big partner. But I think that's a little more, little slightly more important for them than it is us. There's a million brands, but we love our partnerships. Sweat Ethic has been awesome for us. Yeah. So being partners with your, I guess, call it vendors or manufacturers, it is it is key. But for us, I had to go with number one is our partnerships with our people, with our athletes, with our ambassadors. Starting when we were new, you know, there was another competitor in town and they were sponsoring some of the big bodybuilders and all the main ones were kind of gone. And for some reason... MMA was exploding in 2013 and I had just left the health club that was bringing MMA. So I was able to meet all these fighters in that month that we opened the store. And so we started sponsoring fighters like caveman who ended up fighting on national television, on Bellator's more fights than anyone sponsoring him, sponsoring all the fights that Jeff page was putting on and EFC. And we, we sponsored like, I don't know, 10, 15 fighters at one point. And I feel like it was just like a huge deal because no one else had tapped into that market. And then, you know, I talk about basketball players not taking supplements. MMA fighters did, and yeah. and the fans did. I mean, we were getting lots of sales, lots of exposure, lots of raving fans from that, and this still are customers years and years later, even if we're not as big in it now and we don't go to every event we used to. So sponsoring those fighters, but also our, some of our long-term athletes forever. Shout, shout out Eric Murphy, first Hall of Famer last year, been with us in Oklahoma City for six years, referred to so many people, but he's just such a great brand ambassador. So that partnership we have with him, um, some other ones that have been with Shaw a long, long time. I can think of a Carl Brown off top. So Ten many different later, people you know, have we been with us. At the office, and, uh, and I, I remember those early to, days. To still be with these guys, Beachcraft fights. That Page was yes. that Beachcraft, wasn't it? Yeah, that Jeff Page would put Hawker on Beach and, Activity Center. Yep, and they bring like seven, eight hundred people in that, yeah. that oh, venue. Yeah. And we, I would stand there with Dustin, and Dustin be selling product at the deal. Yeah, and, we we sold multiple products every time we did that. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was my memory of that early when you guys were really kind of tapping into that, the whole fighter. Right. So partnerships with people, obviously yeah. pe- with, with your, your brand, your people, obviously, you know, your employees, your, we're, are important as well. But I just thought, well, something we partner with collaborations, definitely yeah, athletes and ambassadors. Sweet. Number one for Dustin. Number one, self-taught skill. This kind of goes hand in hand with the other one, but I'm going to say website management, website creation. So, I mean, if you're in business, I hope you have a website, um, but you're probably going to need a website if you're in business, you know, um, whether, whether you have an e-commerce website or service-based, um, or I'm sorry, e-commerce business or service-based business, you're going to want a website. Um, website's very important for just overall exposure and having that at your fingertips to be able to create and manage your website. It's also going to save biggest thing is going to save you a ton of money. Um, I personally think it's going to save you more time too, because the time you're going to spend communicating with somebody else about what you want, making changes, it's not how you wanted it. It's going to take longer than just figuring. I mean, it's, it's going to take longer at first doing it yourself because you're going to have to figure out how, 
but nowadays it's, 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 it's really not too difficult. I mean, there's many, many website platforms out there that make it super easy. There's Wix, there's GoDaddy, uh, for our e-commerce site, we use big commerce. It's a little more complicated, but, um, I, I do think we're, we're, we're at an age to where, you know, hiring a website person, it's becoming a little more obsolete, but just learning how to do it yourself, understanding how the domains work, understanding how SEO works with a website's yeah, huge. huge. And we did talk about this a little bit when we did our last top three, I kind of talked about Google reviews and website SEO, but if you're not capitalizing on website SEO, you're really leaving a lot of money and a lot of business on the table because most people nowadays, depending on what you do, service or product are going to look you up on the internet. Right. And SEO, search engine optimization, is essentially boosting your website uh, higher on the list. So when somebody searches for something in your industry or in your area for what you provide, being up there is very, very important, being visible on there. And to, to really capitalize on that, you need to be updating and managing your website consistently because these search engines and Google sees that stuff. Um, so having somebody else do it is it's, it's uh, a lot more difficult to constantly manage and upkeep your website. Well, just last week I was at the Ridge store and a lady had come in and she'd never been in before. And I said, how'd you hear about us? Google. Well, I hear that a lot. Right. But she went a step further. She goes, you guys have a, a lot of really good reviews. And I don't think I'd heard that recently. I hadn't heard anyone actually say you have a lot of great reviews. And so we knew we had that, but to see a customer actually say it, yeah, I thought heard, that was I've great. I've heard a couple over the years. It's not like a super common thing. Yeah, you don't hear that very often. But I mean, it's You're all- You're not going to hear it, but people but do recognize right. it. Right. I'm glad they said it. You know what I mean? It's good that they recognize it and actually told me. I thought that Because was on awesome. the opposite end of it, they would recognize it and stay away if it was the other way. Exactly. We had I a mean, bunch of shitty reviews on there. Like, I don't know about this place. And it's most people. And even if you don't think you're doing it, I guarantee like when you, when you Google something or search something- whatever it is, product or service in your area, three places pop up. You don't know anything about either three of them. What are you going to do? You're going to look at the reviews for you. I mean, you may not sift through all the reviews, but you're going to look at the nut. I mean, if, if one of the three has one review, uh, another one has a hundred and the other one has a hundred, but one of those has, you know, a four and a half star rating. The other has three star rating. You're, you're automatically just going to call the four and a half star rating first. Right. So I mean, we're kind of sidetracking from website, but this goes hand in hand. It's it's website, it's SEO, it's it's your online visibility and your presence. Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of all the, uh, kind of a broad overview of what you talked about is kind of ties into the fact that there's a lot of different hats that an owner has to wear. I mean, you guys bo both wear a lot of different hats all the time and you kind of have to, I mean, you have to, if you want to be a successful business owner, you have to figure out how to do these things on your own. There's not always going to be this, you know, capital to just, oh, okay, we're going to hire somebody to run our social media. We're going to hire somebody to do the website. We're going to hire somebody for this. We're going to hire a carpenter to build out these cash wraps. So yeah, it's saving money and everything else that you're talking about. But I think it is really important to a lot of people that listen to this, that understand that, you know, entrepreneurship is a really big topic right now, but there's a lot of things that go into yeah. it. You can't just be like, yeah, oh, I own a business. The buzzword entrepreneurship, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. 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 Jack of all trades. Yeah. And I mean, like Jordan said, it, these skills, I mean, mine, for instance, they're going to save money, but like I was talking about, you're going to be able to accomplish your vision better. And if you have somewhat of a creative sort of personality, like just the website thing, for instance, um, I don't know if I could trust somebody. I mean, if I'm, if I'm putting together a website, I'm editing our website in whatever way, I want to do it exactly how I want to do it. And if you're in business, you should have 
that sort of mindset. Like you should have a vision for exactly how you want your product, your service to look, your presence to be, and being able to manipulate that yourself goes a long way. You guys got any top three questions for us you'd like us to talk about? We'll be doing this once a month. And the stars of the show will be at WBC event venue this this coming Oh, my goodness. Saturday. If you are listening to this before December 10th, I hope you have purchased tickets to the fifth annual Supplement World slash Onyx Christmas Party. It's one of these things we do every year, and it's always a blast. Um, we usually have a ton of people out, two to three to 400, depending on the year. But it's a great time, and this is a we should, talk we should about have, a top three thing we've ever I was done. Say, we should have we should have mentioned this yeah, on one of it our. It was gonna be it was gonna be in my top three. I just switched up my top three, but it is one of the top three things we've done for for our people and our customers for sure. Yeah, it costs a good amount of money, but <laughs> it's like planning a wedding. Yeah. It's yeah. the amount of money of a wedding, but good times, get around people, mm-hmm. like minded, a lot of fun. So WBC seven o'clock. Be around. Jordan's asking, not asking some trivia questions. Jordan's not drinking. He's I'm not, not. I'm gonna have a couple adult beverages. I will not. And then I'm going to take my going into Fitness Friday my my alcohol detox for a while. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Tickets online at supworld.com. Appreciate you guys for listening. Tune in next time. This is the Sup World Show. Talk to you guys later. Bye.